Welcome to the Power Up Podcast. This is episode 10. Um, your host, Christopher, here. Uh, today, we're talking with uh, Coach CJ and Coach Gobbs. Um, talking about open registration, uh, the CrossFit Open 2017 registration, uh, new schedules uh, for us coaches, and new social media stuff that's happening at uh, Mob, um, Game Ready Fitness, and uh, um, NF Barbell. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're squatting today. Well, actually, not myself, but uh, Gobs and uh, CJ. So you're gonna hear some. Uh, That's right. Some... <sighs> that clang and bang. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about uh, open registration first. Um. Both of you are, I'm guessing, doing vigil, not or the team, because they have the team division. Yeah. Well, uh, we're registering. Back. We're trying to get a team to regionals, so yes. I'm registering to go to hopefully contribute to the team. If I could make an individual, that would be great, but I don't know or think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, but I can definitely contribute to the team. So our, our focus for this year is to try to get a team to regionals. So I'm, I'm focusing on the team aspect of the Open. Me as well, I register as an individual. If it still works the same way it used to work, where you register as an individual yeah. and you sign up for a team. Um, trying to contribute to the team like Gobbs is too. Um, I, I highly, highly doubt I'll be good enough to be an individual, but I'll be pleasantly surprised if I am. You never know. Um, <laughs> if I do go, I, you know, if I do go as an individual, I probably wouldn't want to go to regional yeah. as an individual. Well, my um, thing, yeah. just not being ready, like or mentally prepared to go individual. If I made it individually and we had a team go, I would go with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, just because individual hasn't been my 100% focus this year, it's been more on the team. So I'm more committed to that aspect of it. But yeah, yeah. make it an individual. Like you got to be, you got to be a stud. Yeah. Like almost on that stud level, but <laughs> not quite. Like still working it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the upper end of the average athlete. Right. <laughs> on the very, 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 very low end of stud. <laughs> very low end. You're pretty good. You're yeah. Not. Yeah. Not, not, not quite stud. Yet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, both of us are just individuals trying to go on, on the team. So yeah, trying to make it happen this year. But the open's great for for any level athlete, in my opinion. It's a great way for us as a CrossFit community to all unite with not just our box, but other boxes in the area and around the world. You can look at athletes who are similar to yourself and kind of see where you stand. And also if you've done the open in the past, you can look at kind of if you've improved or not over the past few years relative to where you end up placing. So it can be fun for everyone, not just your competitive athlete, but for anyone who does CrossFit, it's just, that's the great thing about CrossFit is it's a huge community and it's good to know whether you're trying to make it to the games or you've only been doing CrossFit for a week that for five weeks, everyone around the world is doing the same workouts that you're doing. So while you're suffering there, you could think there's hundreds of thousands of other people who are suffering through the same crap I'm going through right now (laughs) because open workouts always Suffer. Yeah, they're always awesome. suffer. It's a humbling experience too. Like you always think you're better than you actually show up and, and actually perform, um, and you find out I'm not that good. Uh, but it's a humbling experience too. Put put it back in perspective for you. Let you know, um, you know, you're not nearly as good as you think you are, or you're better than you thought you were. So it's always a good experience though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this year uh, there's different divisions. Um, I think they. Uh, they extended the 
range for master divisions uh, between the men and women. Um, the total, there's different subdivisions in this range for ages, but the range, the age range for masters is starting at 35 and then uh, 60 plus. Um, that's the total range. There's different divisions inside of that, like 35 to, I don't know, 37 or something like that. There's just a lot of different ones. I didn't write that on the board, so I don't know those. Um, and then uh, there's teen divisions, 14 um, through 17. And there's subdivisions for that as well. Um, and uh, boys and girls. Um, there's men and women, individual, just like before. And then there's a team division, um, which is a little bit different. Uh, so I got no idea how that works with uh, individual versus team when you write it down on there. They just looked at it for the very first time. <laughs> we register for the open? Yeah, for this open. Yeah, well. I just saw it, seen it. Yeah, the, I mean, you don't have to register as a team. When you register, you're gonna register like individually. And then your score, if it's, you know, they take the top six scores every week from your gym and they contribute to the team. Oh. So those scores would contribute. So even if um, CJ, for example, made it um, individually, his scores could still contribute for the team making it to regionals. Only if I would declare to be on the team. Yeah. If I want individual, those scores wouldn't count yeah. for the team anymore. Mm -hmm. So if he decides to go team at the or individual at the end, his scores are taken away. But throughout the entire process, whether you're, you are doing it individually or as a team, your scores will contribute to the overall team. Mm -hmm. And then if you make it individual and you're like, I want to go individual, then they take away the scores helping the team out and then you take your next six athletes who are contributing every week. Top male, top three males, top three females. Yeah. Um, the, there's also a, just like before, there's RX and there's scaled. Um, last year, I felt like some of the workouts I might have should have done a scaled. But uh, uh, the, yeah, when it comes to the open, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, or even with CrossFit, if you don't know what a, usual wads are, um, if it's written as RX or if it's said R, as RX, RX is means as it's prescribed or written, um, exact with weights that are written and the movements. If anything that needs to be modified or scaled down, then that would end up being a scaled workout. Uh, but in the open, there's a scaled wad and then there's an RX wad um, that are similar. Um, yeah, uh, the RX um, scores, whatever you do score in or finish in, those are worth more points in the skilled division. Is I'm not exactly sure what um, what's the difference, but um, I do know at least the RX scores are placed higher than the skilled. Um, yeah, so if if you go RX one week and then the next you can't do say ring muscle ups and you go skilled. Um, even if you have the best scaled score in the, in the world, it'll still count for lower than the, the lowest RX score. So, yeah. Depends on what your goals are, what they're based towards, if you're going to go RX or scale for different workouts, but you have to gauge that each week. Um, they also have different divisions, uh, actually, new divisions now. Um, garage Athlete, I think, it's, I think that's what it's called. But basically, um, if you work out in a garage, uh, garage gym, uh, CrossFit gym, things like that. Uh, you can still upload your scores from there. 
um, student, uh, then teacher, education teacher, um, medical doctor, uh, also a nurse, EMT and paramedics, uh, firefighters, police officers, and military personnel. Um, if you are involved in any of those um, those areas, you can register for that as well, so you can see where you place among everybody else that has the same profession or else in the same area as you. Uh, so if you want to see, uh, if you're a student, let's say, uh, say in college, um, and you have some friends that also do CrossFit, and you want to see who places higher, you can enter in in that division. Um, I also did see on CrossFit.com that they do have shirts that actually say these different divisions on them, and they have different colors and symbols uh, for to represent where you come from. Um, so if you're ever interested in that, you can also find those on uh, Reebok's uh, website. Um, They're about that money, son. They're trying to get that money. That money. <laughs> that merch. That merch money. That's spring merch, because it's not going to be available after that. Yeah. <laughs> merch money. I'm, I'm sure they'll have them at the games. Yeah. Well, they've just they've added additional divisions this year to kind of help break it down so that way there's more comparisons like you said as an EMT or a medical doctor from 14 year old or 35 to 38 year old I can compare myself more specifically to people who are in my similar category rather than just having you know our general categories where if you're 39 years old or younger, you have to compare yourself to people who are 22, and I don't think that that <laughs> sometimes that can be a little hard to keep up with people whose recovery rate is a lot faster than yours. If you're 39 and you feel offended right now, sorry, I'm speaking the truth because you don't recover the same way you did when you were 22. I'm only 30, and I feel it. And even beyond that, too, like if you're a full-time, you know, doctor, you don't have the time to work out that you know a firefighter does. Just be real, they have a little more time on their hands than yeah. everybody else. So. It's easier to compare firefighter to firefighter in the same age category than it is to compare doctor to firefighter. So it's kind of nice to break it up even more to see you know where you are amongst yeah. other doctors who have as little or as much time as you do to work out and dedicate to CrossFit. So it's a good comparison. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the new master category, which is like the younger masters, 35 to 39. This is called the Legends class. Right? Because <laughs> it's got like all your CrossFit legends in there like Miko Salo, Chris Spieler, Matt Chan, who I think is going to go with the youngins this year, I hope, because he's awesome. But then you have like your Becky Konzelman and just people who, when the sport first started, were just crushing it. And Chris Spieler, who I think counts for pound, is the best, fittest athlete on the planet. He's just unfortunately not very big. But to see this category, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to watch this year, just for those big names that are gonna be there, especially Chris Spieler, because I just he's gonna crush it. I don't know if he's gonna go though, because he still seems pretty content in not being ultra competitive anymore. Better go. <laughs> <laughs> if he makes it right, but I don't think he's gonna make a category for him, and now he's not gonna go. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wish they had a like a category for. 20 to 18 or 20 to 19 or something like that. You're an adult now, so you can get yeah, arrested right? with everybody else. You can work out with everybody else. Too, right? <laughs> you recover faster too. So why don't I hear that? I just saw some kid that went to the games. He's 17 and he clean and jerks like 3:45. And if you're that strong, you better be hanging with everyone else. Right? That's that's ridiculous. 
So there's no excuse anymore. Absolutely. So maybe like the new category they added 14 to 16, that's understandable because especially you have some of your late bloomers or what have you that, you know, there is definitely a difference from a 17 to a 14 year old yeah. just relative to hormones and size. But once you're getting around 17, 18, 19, like, like I, I stopped growing in height probably by the time I was like 16 or 17. Really? So oh. yeah, I was already like tall or not tall, but as tall as I'm, as, as tall as I'm going to be, which is like right under six foot super annoying so by then yeah i mean your body's it's reaching it's peak maturity it's right? peak maturity like it doesn't mean you will you can still you know have a lot of testosterone and different hormones released but by that time like you're pretty much the size you're going to be the rest of your life relative to like height and yeah. your bones growing i reached that at sixth grade so sixth grade there you go yeah by the time you were 12, you were ready to compete with everyone else. So. You were that guy who was big, like way bigger yeah, than everybody right. else. Yeah, you were probably huge. And then high and school then came it, and you just never grew. Yeah. You were smaller than everybody else. <laughs> I outgrew you. Uh, yeah, when I was in the middle school, uh, uh, they had a weight room. And I was always in the strength and conditioning and stuff. They always would be like, uh, what's up, steroid man? Steroid man. Yeah. I was just what like, happens when you're bigger I'm just than taller everybody. than you. <laughs> yeah. You hit earlier. And then oh. it died off. I swear, everybody um, my age right now, it's either, it's either this, they're either in the military, they uh, are married, just married. got engaged, married. have a baby, Actually. are having a baby, in a relationship. It's uh, a lot of categories you don't want there, Chris. <laughs> all those. Yeah, that's and I can't relate to any of them. <laughs> How old are you? 19. He's 19. All his friends are married or having kids. Yeah. It's a little early, but what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm 30. Just barely got married. No kids. <laughs> yeah. Different lifestyle you kids lead nowadays. Yeah. The only place I go to is here. Yeah. Well, this is where I uh, don't burn gas in my truck. Well, this is probably why your life is a little different than this is too. I know. A lot of time at the gym. Yeah. I could be good and bad. Um... Yeah. Long story short, register for the open. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Plus, the community part of it is really cool because the gym does it together. Like all, we usually do it on Friday, and you know, doing it with everyone else, just having that additional competitive component. You know, where your, all eyes are on you, and you get to do it with you know your your buddies that you work out with. It, it's really fun that part of it. So if you haven't done the open, register. It's fun. Yeah, last year it was like 20 bucks for the register. Um, well, the, the registration yeah. fee keeps going up. That part I don't agree with, but that's CrossFit and, you know, they're, they like making that money. What's it this year, 25 or something? I don't Probably. know. Yeah. Should, it'd be like, only be 28 bucks this year. It's crazy. Um, it's free money for them almost. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Think about the math. You yeah, that's a lot of money. You get like 150,000 people to register at 20 bucks a head. Well, it's not as bad as the Pet Rock. Like, that was at four bucks. And then ended up making 13 million, people, I think. People were buying rocks? The Pet, pet Rock. It came back yeah. in like the early 90s, I think yeah. it was. Pet Rock. Never heard of the Pet Rock before? Was it just a rock? Yeah, it was just a rock. But they, they, they you know, they, they sold had, a lot of them. Yeah, it had hay in the box yep, and stuff. Pet Rock. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, All it takes is an idea. You can be rich. You too can be stupid rich for a stupid very, idea. Stupid idea. <laughs> That's uh, America. That's good. <laughs> Love it here. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, the registration fee is. It's 
probably between 20 to under 35 bucks or something. If it's more than 25 bucks, then they will off sign up because I dedicate all this time to my team, but they will lose the customers for sure next year. <laughs> um, so now, uh, are you looking up the registration? I'm going to look up the fee real quick. Okay. We can move on. I yeah. figured if anyone's listening that you probably want to know what the fee is because we're talking about the Open so much. Mm-hmm. Um, more prepared. So, uh, yeah. Um, recently, uh, a lot of us got new schedules. Um, like uh, you two are here all day now. All day. All day. Every day. How, how does it feel? Day. It feels nice. I know. My, my goal has always been to work out or like wake up and then put sweatpants on and like not change. It's, it's been amazing. However, what... it's only been a week or so. So we'll see if I get tired of wearing sweats every day. This but is what I've been doing. For I, a while. I thoroughly enjoy wearing sweatpants and I want to keep it that way. Um, I have to put the occasional pair of jeans on or dress pants on for a business meeting, but for the most part, I intend on wearing sweatpants most of the time. Did you see Kevin's uh, dress his, sweatpants? His dress sweats? He t- I didn't yeah. see him. He told me about them though. Yeah, they, so I have to have a pair. They just look like a little bit of a thick dress pant, yeah. but they look like it. Like, yeah, I gotta give me a pair. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> um, it's like pajama jeans. Remember those came out? Yeah. They're big and they have them at Walmart. Pajama jeans. <laughs> um, yeah, my schedule now. I'm doing game ready stuff constantly, all day, every day. So pretty much, I get up in the morning, take my kid to daycare, and I'm at the gym doing paperwork or, um, you know, following up with leads or. Uh, training or something like that. If I'm not doing any of those things, I'm working out myself. So yeah, um, the the goal is to be able to grow that business and and uh, you know help people out with, with their their fitness who, who can't make it to the gym or um, the teens program is huge for us as well and also our web subscription too. So um, all that stuff. So I'm trying to make that thing big and it's one of those things you weren't gonna make it big unless you give it all your time. So I'm gonna give it all my time now. Um, yeah, today when I woke up, I saw your uh, your post. Um, of the uh, the athletes, they're they're dropping into the run, the sprint. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We are, we're focusing a lot on. We got a lot of young athletes, so we're focusing on um, for those guys. Just in, in general, just GPP. Um, just making sure that they're fit all all across the board, and then also trying to make them more efficient in the runners and are you know better, uh, more agile athletes. So um, a lot of kids don't have that kind of coaching at that age. So. I've always wanted to kind of give back and give kids opportunities that maybe I didn't have. So I wanted to, you know, make those guys as efficient as possible in all those positions um, and make them faster and stronger and, you know, and just more fit and more healthy. So um, mission not accomplished yet, but we're working towards it. The, uh, yeah, I remember um, uh, at the start when some of, some of the athletes started, the teams, um, I remember, uh, they would kind of just be like normal. Um, their balance would be kind of off a little bit, uh-huh. um, or their speed, or their agility. Uh, but now, after a while, like I haven't really been paying attention, but um, after seeing them in here with like the, the speed ladder and stuff like that, uh-huh. their their coordination and agility is a lot faster. Yeah, it, it drastically um, improved. The good thing about being young is your body adapts and learns so fast. So. Like, we've got Drake, he's 14, he's 6'4", 240, big kid. Um, he came in and he was super lanky, well, still super lanky, but gangly, didn't understand how his body moved really at all. Um, but after a couple months, you know, with the program, he's a, he's, he's like a pro doing the, the speed ladder. Um, he's, he's much stronger than he was four or five months ago. 
Um, but the kids have shown drastic improvement. Him, uh, there's Tristan, who's, who's he's an animal. He's a little powerhouse. Um, we've got other, other athletes who are just still showing improvement as well. But you know, Drake's probably our biggest dramatic change in athlete, just because he's, he came in without that that base of footwork and stuff. He's just he's one of our best athletes now. So it's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the ages for those athletes we, we age uh, our age range anywhere from 11 to to 18 really, um, any kind of youth, any kind of team, uh, we're, we're taking care of those guys for the sports performance portion. And so they're trying to improve their GPP, also trying to make them uh, just better athletes at their, you know, their sports specifically. So all, all of them play football, or run track, or, or swim, or, or uh, soccer. So you know, agility and power, it goes across all those different boundaries. So the Didn't you guys just, um... Uh, start the uh, the watts on the website like recently. Yes, so we, we also just started the um, well. We've had the membership. We kind of were beta testing it out. Um, the web based uh, training portion for like I said for professionals who can't make it to the gym, uh, who don't necessarily have time to get to the gym. Even though I, I fully understand it, while I would disagree with it sometimes, but um, people who have kids, they they have busy jobs. They don't want to necessarily come to the gym and spend an hour here and then you know half an hour whatever is driving home. Uh, we have something online for those guys. It's 25 bucks a month. Um, we, we make up a lot of it workouts so they can do them at home. They can go go home, change their clothes real fast, work out in the basement, and be in and out in 30 minutes and be back to the family. So um, doesn't require any equipment. Knock them out real fast. Like I said, that's on our website, GameReadyFit.com. Um, that's that's our you know membership service. It's 25 bucks a month. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, do you guys use Wix? Use Wix? Yeah. Right. No, you use a different provider. Uh, yeah, we're, we're it's a WordPress right now, but we're oh, actually okay. working on making it a nice website. So it, it won't be a WordPress for much longer. We're looking to have a, a new website launched um, by the spring. So I won't give a solid date on that yet. But by the spring, we'll have a new website cleaner it'll actually embody what we're about um, it'll show you a little bit more of what what gamer can do so right now it's just a wordpress site but um you gotta you know crawl before you can walk so mm-hmm. you guys are on uh is it only instagram and facebook or you're also on uh like um, youtube instagram we have some youtube stuff that's more tutorial stuff um and that'll also be cleaned up again this spring um but we don't have any like videos of the kids working out except for Instagram. Uh, Mary and I are both on Facebook, but we don't have a Game Ready page yet. We're going to keep that up together soon. Too. Mm-hmm. That'll be one of the things I'm undertaking as well is you know, making Facebook a little bit better and just getting the word out there a little bit better. The, uh, right now, um, like I have written up on the board uh, the, all of mob social media stuff. Uh, I was looking at creating a YouTube account or at least page for it um, in the future pretty soon um, yeah it's one of the uh, the media platforms that we don't have so far it's one of those um, things you, you want to see if you can balance it out with what you're already doing um, you don't want to just do it just because you, you know just to do it you want to actually give it the time that it deserves so that's where we're at right now we, we don't we don't have the time to give it what it deserves for YouTube because um, you have to do a lot of editing um, make sure the message you're getting out there is correct. So, um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to half. I don't want to do it half, but right. I don't want to cuss too much on this thing. But 
It's, it's you, you don't want to get a half effort. You want to give it full effort. So this isn't PG. I know. I just don't want to. You know. Like we've had Yo on here before. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I uh, switched it over. Um, yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Uh, NF Barbell. Um, great new social media platforms right. <laughs> and right. um, making moves, updating them too. Making moves. Yeah, we're actually uh, so right now we have our Facebook page, NF Barbell, and then we have the Instagram page as well, NF Barbell, and then uh, we're in the process of making a website. So we got the domain started. We just need to finish building it. It's um, nfbarbell.com. Yeah, super easy. Um, and. Uh, and that's the platform we're actually working on right now is the website so that way we can start posting daily barbell workouts and then also reaching out to more p people that are outside of our general community um, possibly you know people in different cities different states different countries um, just offering remote coaching um, nutritional advice just trying to get better at snatch and clean and jerk and get stronger overall Mm -hmm. So the webpage, hopefully we'll have it done within a week or so, and then you can start going to nfbarbell.com. Check that out. But for now, um, the Facebook page and um, Instagram are where you're going to find most of the media, especially because you might be getting a little bit extra help with running the Instagram, so then that way we can have more pictures and just be a little bit more active there because social media is a free form of marketing, so take advantage of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do right now. And just, I really want to work on expanding that. Um, eventually, you know, with NF Barbell and just barbell clubs in general, I'd like to expand to local youth programs in high schools. Um, you know, we don't have any programs in the Denver area uh, that get young athletes involved in weightlifting mm -hmm. as far as snatching, clean and jerk, you know, going to the Olympics. And that's where you find these people that can make it to nationals, to the Olympics, to worlds, what have you, is you gotta find them when they're younger, like 13, 14, 15. You gotta find these younger athletes so that way we can develop them and develop just a base level of strength. That way you can be competitive at a national, international level. Um, so I'm really working on, and that's going to be the next couple weeks of just trying to connect with, like I said, local youth programs, high schools, things like that, trying to get interest in and start incorporating weightlifting programs for younger people rather than, you know, for us, it's great. We find weightlifting when we're 25, 26, and it's fun and I love it, but I mean, my base level of strength is just not competitive enough, and I'm at the age where I without supplementation I'm not gonna get strong enough to be making it to the national inter international level supplementation pets um, you know just it's crazy and weightlifting it's it's gaining popularity because of CrossFit so you, if you're not ridiculously strong you're not gonna be competitive at that level um, every year at nationals totals are going up so for guys you know someone my size I'm like 190 pounds um, to qualify to go to nationals I gotta lift 274 kilos total with snatch and clean and jerk which is approximately 550 pounds about so I mean you know you break that in half and you're needing a 300 plus pound clean and jerk and a 250 plus pound snatch 
which is absolutely ridiculous. You know, there might be somebody in the room that can do that right now, but it's crazy. So we got to find these people at a young age. Um, you know, I just I want to get Colorado on the map for weightlifting, and also the USA needs better weightlifters because relative to the rest of the world, I don't mean this in a bad way, but we suck. So. Like Maddie Rogers is amazing, and she's one of, pound for pound, she's the best female lifter in the United States. But she couldn't even compete at the Olympics because in her weight class, relative to everyone else in the world, she's not competitive. She's not strong compared to these other girls from Russia, Kazakhstan, or the Ukraine, or China. Like very nice. It's you know there's a lot of rumors or what have you that these other countries are doing performance enhancing drugs yeah that might be true but I think you know you can be competitive at a level like that if you find these athletes young enough it's just like any other professional sport you can ask CJ played football it's like you can't get into these sports when you're already a well-developed young adult like, yeah you got to start young at the and, latest high school yeah, right? and weightlifting is just like any other sport where if you don't start young you're not going to be successful at that level you know you could do it for fun I do it for fun and I like to dream one day that maybe could compete on a national level, but um, it's not as realistic as if you found someone who is at their peak hormone levels that's just, they, the sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. When you're developing those fast and slow twitch muscles and you can tell your body which ones you want more of. The, uh, when I was in uh, high school, it was exactly probably the same for both of you. Um, at Horizon, all they have is a bunch of uh, stationary equipment. Yeah. Um, well, in Horizon, I went to school there, and they have pilot yeah, yeah, When I went, too. they have platforms yeah. with rubber bumper plates. But like, only used for, for sports. Yeah, like they're they, only they, used like, for... So like, they have the equipment, and if not, you know, with these youth programs, get the athletes in here. We got the equipment, and, you know, get them lifting. And the great thing about Barbell, too, it's like with the, you know, clean, power clean, power snatch, these are explosive movements that can benefit any athlete. You know, you got to be explosive. You show me a sport where you don't need explosiveness, good balance, good flexibility, good body awareness. So, cross country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you want to run cross country, that's yes. great. We can yeah. help you do that. Just come in and we'll run a lot. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> swim. Swimming's great for endurance. Um, it takes power, though. You can need to clean for swimming as well. Power and endurance. Too. Yeah, well, there you go. And so, you know, like these can, you know, weightlifting transfers over to sports so well. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, and you see a lot of colleges and stuff doing it. You know, they're doing power cleans or what have you. But a lot of the problem is without the proper equipment or proper coach you see a lot of people doing it incorrectly which is where we start to leave room for injury or you know other bad things that can happen incorporated with, with weightlifting so mm -hmm. that's where you know getting an experienced coach to go in and start running these programs or you know teaching these athletes like this is a good way to do this then we can really start benefiting from these movements snatch clean and jerk whether or not we want to be weightlifters or we're just using it to help us improve in our daily life or in sports so like we just, I really want to get into um, some youth programs in high school. It's just something, and you know, we were kind of talking with CJ, and it's just a, it, like this isn't a for sure thing, but just talking about possibly doing something with weightlifting and the barbell and game ready fitness. Um, that's still just talks. We got to you know hammer that out, but this I would love to just get in involved or have a youth program available for people around here. I mean, not only. Is it good to get athletes to nationals or the Olympic level? But you know, sports in general is just a good way to keep kids with a level head and to keep them off the streets. Um, 
I've talked about this before, but I kind of went along a different way. Um, I was thinking about starting a CrossFit program back then in uh, Horizon, the high school. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, like being an actual teacher there mm -hmm. and then doing it in the program. Um, I mean, they would need to get a lot of equipment. Well, you really need to pull up, right? They have everything yeah. else they need. No, they have everything. They have cables, they've got everything. You think they have a high enough pull height? Like, I'm saying they would need to pull up. I mean, when it when it comes well, to CrossFit, it's like, like you don't. Well, they, have, they have like they like, have the power right. stations, but they don't yeah. have pull up rigs. So. Uh, like you yeah. need a pull up rig, you can do yeah. kipping pull ups on. You need yeah. a ton of equipment yeah. to do CrossFit. It's like, it's pretty much, you know, Greg Glassman's a genius because he took high intensity interval training and put a name on it called the CrossFit. So you can get you know your athletes to do high intensity interval training, and. You know they're going to benefit from that whether you know they're playing football doing it in the off season it's just that's where you as a coach or me or anyone comes in is we're about the athlete's safety make sure they're performing things in a safe way correctly and also that's going to benefit them because you know you don't not want to have your athletes doing things that's just a waste of their time but you know incorporating crossfit i think into high schools and stuff for now it's probably going to be smarter just to call it high intensity interval training because for people who don't take time to educate themselves on the actual statistics of CrossFit, um, it can sometimes get a bad rap with people who don't do it or don't know it, because they're like, oh, it's injury, you know, it's injury-related sport, or, you know, people get injured all the time, and that's highly, that's very untrue. It's just like any other sport, there are injuries, but injury comes about with when you don't have good coaching, when you're not smart as an individual and know your own body, and when you do things that you're not capable. That's how we get injured. But relatively speaking, it is a very safe way to exercise. But you know, marketing that to your local high school or what have you, you don't have to call it CrossFit because, like I said, it does. Unfortunately, and this is just true, it does with people who don't know it sometimes get a bad, bad name. You're like, oh, well, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna get hurt. People who I, I, I know people over here like they're all hurt. People hear CrossFit and they think of the games because that's all they see, right? Yeah. If you don't step into a CrossFit box, you have no idea what CrossFit's all about. So you hear CrossFit, you think of Rich Froning, those guys moving tons of weight, doing crazy stuff, you know. Um, and you, you put that in your head and then you see one person who's done CrossFit and they have a shoulder injury or something like that. And you associate all that with CrossFit. That's not necessarily what CrossFit is. You know, the games is the, the highest tier of competition in CrossFit, which is, competition is its own special division of CrossFit. <laughs> like, the average CrossFitter doesn't compete ever, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, doesn't have anything to do with CrossFit necessarily. It's a different world. Um, I don't know, depending on uh, how long it takes myself to start, I actually get a space for my gym. Um, I might look into the high schools yeah. and then try a, to bridge the it's gap. It's a great place to the, start. It's just um, with high schools and just, you know, any new program, it's about being able to sell people on an idea and unfortunately you might have some people there with egos or you know their current strength and conditioning coach isn't going to like you because they're going to be like who are you coming in trying to implement this new program i i know what i'm doing whatever um yeah. but you know finding years. a good way to market that and also you know bring it in as something that's going to be beneficial for everyone not just the athletes but for the coaches as well that's the best way to market it and bring it into these high schools and also that it's safe. Like, this is a safe way for your athletes to improve. Like, 
do you want your athletes to be better as a coach yes as an yeah. athlete absolutely like that's why I'm here that's why I'm putting in work if I come to the gym every day and I don't get better then I'm wasting my time and I'm gonna be upset yeah I was talking to one of my friends and oh out of nowhere she was like uh, can you help me with nutrition and stuff and then I was talking to her about it she hasn't responded to me because she just doesn't look at her texts um, but uh, she was like I go to the gym for two hours and I know it's a regular gym, but I asked her, uh, what do you do there? Uh, she hasn't responded yet because she hasn't read anything because it's on like, Messenger. She but likes you. <laughs> what? No, she's in a different state. Um, it has to do with her <laughs> What? Well, I, maybe, but uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> You're on the spot now. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, most people, they yeah. go to the gym for multiple hours. They do whatever they see the few people who are already fit they're doing. It doesn't necessarily work out for them, you know? <laughs> so. No, yeah. Well, also, if you're using the stationary equipment, most people, they don't utilize it. It's hard to use it for a high-intense workout just because... It's not meant for that. Yeah. Or, or you, explosiveness. It's not yeah. good for explosiveness. So it's no. like you're trying to get your athletes to be explosive, and you have them on Smith machines or stationary equipment, and they're not going to really benefit. Oh. You mean telling me Smith squats aren't good? Or hack squats? <laughs> I mean, I like them because you can freaking... It's like lifting on the against, moon. Yeah, push against the bar and you don't have to worry about your balance. So you mean if I can leg press a thousand pounds, I can't squat a thousand pounds? I, 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 mean, that's not, I mean, that's not what I mean. That's the way it should work. So like you leg press a thousand pounds, you know, I, let's get under a thousand pound barbell and, you know... See what happens. We'll just go to town. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not impressive if you can leg press or do these machines for hundreds of thousands of pounds see these people all over the internet doing this stuff. What's impressive is a full depth back squat at a thousand pounds yeah. with no belt and just knee wraps. Yeah. I just saw that. That's impressive. That's I impressive. bet you he can leg press like 2,500 pounds. So that's more impressive. Right? The, the regular gym is meant to isolate uh, muscles. We're in yeah. a CrossFit gym. You're going to do more functional stuff, right? Which means you're going to do it how you would do it in real life. You, know, you never isolate a muscle in real life unless you're just strict curling a baby. Like, yeah. You know, for the most part, you're still using your butt, you're using your hamstrings, using your low back, you're using a lot of different muscles to pick up a child, um, or groceries, or whatever it is. So, um, you would never just take a child from the ground, curl stiff em. leg it, and curl them up. Yeah. You know, unless you like blowing out your bicep tendon. <laughs> so. Well, and, and that's a selling point for CrossFit or just functional movements in general is that we work out, we exercise for functionality of our muscles, whereas, you know, you're Global gym goers or 24 hour whatever, most of them it's like cosmetic. It's like how good yeah. can I get my biceps to look or my chest or as a girl it's like my booty. How how good can I get it to look? But it's like is it going to function very well? Can that's, I front raise a baby? That's the ultimate test. Yeah, it's like if you are just working on muscles and they're not functional, then what good is it? It's like oh yeah, you might look good, but when push comes to shove, there's a guy half your size who's just out completely outperforming you, mm -hmm. and you know he doesn't have these cosmetic muscles but everything in his body works amazingly and that's where functional fitness crossfit comes into place and that's the selling point for people who don't do it or schools or whatever it's like we do this for function yeah. we're not just trying to get this to look good like we don't care about that well we do i mean sure. so <laughs> that's that's a side effect of what yes. we do is you yes. will look good like yeah. we don't focus on that like if you do this enough and you train hard enough, you will look good. Like, look at CJ, look at myself, look at Johanna, look at your lead athletes. Like, they all freaking are shredded. 
yeah, it's going to be a side effect, but that's not what we're going for. Nah. It's like me, I'm like, I want a 400 pound, 450 pound back squat. I want to be able to clean and jerk like 350 pounds. Like, yeah. if I could do that, looking at how I look now, or even smaller, I'm going to be happy. Like, I'm like freaking stoked. But um, chances are to get that strong, I'm going to get a little bigger and more aesthetic, and it's going to be, you know, that's just a side effect of what we do. But we're not in the gym. Like, I'm not measuring my freaking 16 inch pythons. They're probably pythons. not even that big. Um, I don't care about that. Yeah. To a certain extent, except maybe when I find myself in Vegas every other year and I'm like, yep, beach party, doing some push ups in the hotel room yeah. to try to give myself a little pump before we go off. Pump. That's the only time, and that, that's irrelevant. It don't matter. The rest of the time, I'm, I'm using it. Like right now, you know, we just bought a house, so we're gonna move, and hopefully, my fitness is gonna help me pick up some boxes and furniture. Yeah. You're gonna clean those suckers. Your fitness and your friends. <laughs> friends. Depending on how good your friends right. are. If anyone from the gym's listening to this, February 12th, moving. Yeah. I got beer. I got food. I'll probably have it's it's what, gonna be awesome. What day is that gonna be? On? Is it gonna be on a weekend? It's on a Sunday. It's gonna be a Sunday wad. Yeah. It's gonna be for time. That's right. Move God. There might Move be gobs. a couple rounds. Don't break anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that'll be. That probably won't be a repeatable workout. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be. You want to like? You hope not. Yeah. Help paint stuff. <laughs> um, we can make a thing of this. It, it'll be good. <clears throat> well, um, I have no idea how we got on that topic. Yeah, uh, no, it, it, social but, media. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about social media and then expanding to. Oh yeah, to high schools. And stuff. Yeah, local high schools, things like that. Trying to get strength and conditioning programs going. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Is just expand and share what I think is, for lack of a better word, a holy grail of fitness with other people. Mm. It's like you don't have to do CrossFit, but working out for function is the only way that you should pretty much work out. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you know, not to say anything for bodybuilders or what have you, because they are super dedicated. But when there's not function to it, it's like when it comes down to it, how on an everyday basis is your fitness helping you? And that's mm-hmm. the goal, is longevity, right? I wanna make my daily, my day-to-day life easier because of how functional my body is, and I also wanna live longer. Bodybuilders, that's not their goal. That's the goal. <laughs> For them, it's aesthetic. It's, it's pretty aesthetic. How good can I look? Which, it's amazing what the body can look like. It's crazy, but um, from a functionality standpoint, it's not very useful. It's not good if I'm not flexible and I can barely straighten my arms or... I can't barely wipe. <laughs> it, 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 if I couldn't run yeah. a mile without dying. It's like, these are things that we should all be able to do. And nowadays, you don't need it as much as you did 100 years ago. But there might come a day where mm. you're stranded and you need to go somewhere in a mile pretty quick. And hopefully your body's ready for that. And if it's not, you'll know. Yeah. Train for survival. Right. Train for to run away from zombies and yeah. to you had muscle up zombies. yourself. <laughs> what? You had me too, said zombies. <laughs> Eat big, lift big, leave leave a big coffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is there any other plugs you guys want to put in before we end I, this? I think that we've gone off on a tangent enough, and it's been, yeah. I got to finish doing some split jerks, so it's going to be glorious. So I think for today... I'm good. Let's do anything else. But GameReadyFit.com. That's right. NFBarbell.com in a week. Otherwise, check out... In a week. <laughs> in a week. Otherwise, check out um, the Instagram page, NFBarbell, or 
Facebook page, NF Barbell. Okay. Um, Register for the open. Yeah. Register. It's going to be fun. Um, well, this is episode 10 of Power Up Podcast. Uh, I think it's episode 10. Uh, yeah. Uh, check back uh, next week. We'll have a new podcast, um, hopefully around midweek, around Wednesday. Uh, see you then. Have fun.